Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sports by the Hour podcast. Uh, this is Ethan Schapp. Matthew Schwab. Evan Sillett. And uh, today we're going to do our uh, playoff uh, bracket and predictions. And we're going to start with the NFC. So the first game we have the uh, number six seed Vikings at the number three uh, New Orleans Saints. And uh, we all actually have the same pick for this one. We all have the New Orleans Saints. Not on top. Does anyone want to go into depth why? Um, They're better. <laughs> I don't. That's not. No. Uh, I have the Saints winning because quarterback. I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go position to position real quick. It's gonna take yeah, me. That was a maybe four minutes quote. max. I have quarterback Drew Brees beats out. Uh, running back. Because they're better. I think Kamara. If Cook is healthy and comes back strong, Cook wins that matchup. But I think Kamara is a very very good running back, and I think he'll give Dalvin Cook a run for his money. Um, going the wide receivers can't guard Mike. He's great, but the Vikings have a stronger core. Yeah. Um, tight ends Jared Cook and Kyle, Kyle Rudolph. No, I I agree. Though. I think Jared Cook comes out on top. Oh, line wise, they're kind of equal. When yeah. when we go to defense, I think they have a better pass rush. Saints have a better pass rush. I think overall, Vikings have a better defense. No, overall, yes, yeah. but I think the pass rush is better. And if you can get to Kirk Cousins a few times, he gets kind of shaken up. The, the biggest thing in this game is a quarterback comparison. Yeah. And one is elite when it matters and one is not. Yeah. Quarter, quarterback and coach. Sean Payton's going to outsmart Mike Zimmer anyways, and Kirk Cousins doesn't do well in prime I, I don't think I don't think Mike, Mike I don't Zimmer's think it's no awesome. Mike Zimmer is a defensive coach. He's very good. Yeah, he, he's good, but Sean Payton, I mean. I think we've seen Sean Payton choke in the. I think Alvin Kamara's going to have a big game. Yeah, and I and I can see it. Honestly, the it's a shame that these two teams match up in the first round because They're I had the Vikings being my dark dark horse. Um, the only thing holding them back is Kirk Cousins. Um, I, I think I think Dalvin Cook will not have a huge game because he's coming off his injury. But other than that, like this team, the Vikings are one of the most complete teams. They just have a quarterback problem, but they've already paid yeah. the man, so they have to wait it out. Yeah. Also, the thing with me is the Saints want blood after last season. Oh, after yeah. last season getting <laughs> like two, scammed. Two last last well, two seasons. Uh, I'm talking last season first. They got scammed with a pass interference that wasn't called. NFL was rigged. And then the the Minneapolis miracle, right? Yep. yep. With Stefan Diggs and a safety missing a wide open Williams. tackle. Yep. <laughs> uh, Diggs. I think so they'll be out for blood this time. So watch out for the Saints. <laughs> They're not Miles Garrett, but <laughs> oh, and then they're, not, they're not that bloodthirsty. Eagles, uh, the number four Eagles hosting the number five seeded Seattle Seahawks. Once again, we all have the same team in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we disagree on how this game will be played, though. We all have the Seahawks. You guys can go first. I don't I think th- it's a wash. I don't think it'll be close. I said... Seahawks are going to wipe the floor of the Eagles, and I, again, I hate to say Again, that. it comes down to coaching and quarterback-wise. I think Seahawks, Pete Carroll com, com, comes out on top, coaching, and I think Russell Wilson comes out on top in the quarterback position. Yeah. And obviously those two players right there are probably the biggest leadership roles and the biggest reasons why teams win in the playoffs. So I have those two being the reason why the Eagles get beat out here and I don't think it I don't think it will be close. I don't think it will be it's not a be massive close. blowout, but I don't think it'll be close. And I think it's I call this a buy for the Seahawks. I'm I will probably eat my words though because I eat them a lot. 
Um, the reason why I think this is going to be close is because the uh, Seahawks are one of the most run-dominant teams in the league up there with the Baltimore um, Ravens. And in the last few weeks of the season, they lost Rashad Penny and Chris Carson. And um, now they've re- returned to getting Marshawn Lynch and then an undrafted free agent. Feast mode. Yeah, which is just <laughs> them putting more pressure on Russell Wilson, who's trying to get as – DK Metcalf is leading the team in targets, who's a rookie. And, yes, he's a very good rookie, but it's asking a lot from a young he player. He's a fumbling issue. Yeah, and Tyler Lockett <laughs> and Hollister is their leading tight end. Um, I can see this game. It's in Philadelphia, even though they have the worst record because they won their division. And I can just see this being a very close game coming down to the end. But I do think Russell Wilson and the Seahawks can get it done. So since we all picked the same teams uh, for the first round, we have the same second round matchups. We have this uh, number three Saints going to the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And in this game, we all actually have all the same winners again. We have the Saints coming out on top. I just believe the Saints are a better team all around. The Saints are a better team all around. I don't know the Packers. Uh, the thing that separates the Packers is their QB and their wide receiver Devontae Adams. But when it comes to the Saints, it's Drew Brees and Alvin Michael Kamara. Thomas. Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I- I'm yeah, just yeah. comparing those two. Yeah. The two things that the Packers have relied on, the Saints have the same exact thing. Some argue arguably better with Michael yeah. Thomas. I think Michael Thomas is a better wide receiver than Devontae I Adams. Think he's a lot better. Than oh yeah, but the Saints are just a better overall team. And the thing that separates the Packers no longer separates them from other teams. I still don't know why the Packers are a 13-3 and team. Yeah, it's a big shocker. They're a 13-3 team. A lot of their wins were ugly wins. Yeah. and They I, got heart. Yeah. and They got I, a lot of heart. Hats off to them. It's, it's extremely hard to go 13-3 in, um, in the NFL. I, the Ravens let alone, are 14-2. Let alone the NFC this yeah, year. The, Ra- the Ravens were 14-2 as their best ever. 13-3 also would have been their best ever. And... The fact that we're saying the Packers are a bad team at 13-3 is kind of very weird to say, but it's been an ugly season for them. But they got the bye. Um, I think that being at home will be actually a pretty big advantage with the Saints team that is used to playing in a dome, but I still have the Saints coming out on top of this game. Um, I have one more comment. The coaching staff. Uh, Green Bay has a first-year coach. Yeah, Matt LaFleur is a first-year coach. And then mm-hmm. Sean Payton is a veteran with a Super Bowl ring underneath his belt. Yes, sir. So, in which he if, outsmarted when it comes down to dungeon. the coaches, Saints have it hands down. Yep. And then we'll both have the same, uh, the number five-seeded Seattle Seahawks playing the uh, 49ers. Number one-seeded 49ers. Yeah, number one-seeded 49ers. At San Francisco, of course, and yeah. we all have 49ers yeah. winning this game. Yeah. I think this game will be close. It'll be close. Both yeah, I mean, the last all, two have come back to the games last have been play. close. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I think the 49ers play down to them. When I watch that game, when you look at the team, like I just said, the, the, the Seattle Seahawks are completely dependent on Russell Wilson. Their defense is average at best. You look at the 49ers, all we say is great things about them. Their defense is great. Yeah. Their offense is running great. You have uh, Kittle, Sanders, Garoppolo. And the- whatever running back they put back there works. And then they play the, 40, they play the, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, and they lose – or in win. overtime, or they win by Hollister coming up one inch short on the last play of the game. And, like, it just surprises me that they can disgrace the second-seed Packers yep. and then go and have a really close game with the Seattle and it's Seahawks. Just, and that just, that's yeah. just credit to P. Carroll and Russell Wilson, but I don't think they can do it again. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I think, think, I think the first time was a fluke with two missed field goals from yep. the 49ers kicking. Yeah, Mc, kickers. McLaren, yeah, who hit the ball into the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't think they can do it again, and oh, I uh, yeah. And there you go. 
So we all have the same NFC Championship matchup, and we actually disagree on this one. I do. We have the Saints going to the 49ers, a rematch of, would we say, the game of the year? This is going to be the game of the year. But this time is in San Francisco and not New Orleans. This is going to be the game of the year because of the stakes yeah. and the way, and the way the way the last last time the they last matched time they played. Up. yeah yeah this is this game everyone wants to see year. this game be played again yeah this Unless is this back. is the Chiefs versus the Rams of last year yep. uh, I mean I think this was a better one oh yeah to no watch. oh yeah because I only caught the end of it but I, it I watched yeah I watched the yeah. highlights <laughs> and probably some of the most entertaining highlights I've seen all year when I watched the Chiefs. This is off topic, but I watched the Chiefs and Rams game last year. I had never seen anything like it. I thought a great game was it was a Thursday night game between the Rams and the Vikings last year when Jared Goff yeah. was going shot for shot with Diggs and all them. But that game last year was amazing, and this game this year was also amazing. Yeah. So, um, Schwab, why do you have the Saints? How about Kittle carrying? I'm sorry, off topic. Yeah. How about Kittle carrying three Saints? Car- yeah, for the win. <laughs> yeah, for the win. I mean, I put him in the that, field. That goal. was just a crazy way to end it. I don't know. Um, the last time that they matched up, it went 50-50. Um, and it came down to Kittle. It came down to Kittle being a god and carrying people on his back, uh, getting them in field goal range. Um, but this is one of those games where, to me, it just it's it's almost a draw. Like, they are evenly matched teams in my eyes and it just comes down to a gut decision and who I think is the better coach and who I think is the better quarterback um that Saints offense is too high powered um and not only that they have a they have a future hall of fame head coach um who out who outsmarted a hall of fame head coach in the Super Bowl uh took down a hall of fame quarterback in the Super Bowl I mean, it. at the end of the day, it comes down to the quarterback and the coach, and both favor the Saints, not just in skill, but in experience. Um, when you said that when you go look at the team and they're pretty much a draw, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think it comes down to two things. It comes down to, and this is when you're getting to the slightest things, it comes down to they're playing at San Francisco. San Francisco beat them by a field goal. In New Orleans last time, normally the home team is favored by three. So they beat them. San Francisco actually beat them by three. This time you put them at San Francisco. And when it comes down to it, you said, in my eyes, both offenses run at the highest clip possible. Yeah. But if you come down to, I need my defense to make one stop. I'm going to count on the Niners. but I'm going to count on the Niners. And that's why. That's yeah. the only reason why I'm going to pick them. Cause if, it's kind of one of those gut decisions that yeah. you just have to make. And and in the years I've the years I've seen... If I have to see a defense or a defense that messes up in the playoffs, will be the Saints' defense, and that's always been the way that I see it. It's going to come, com- up, it's gonna come, come down to the playoffs. last possession. Whoever has the last possession is going to win. Um, okay. I believe that I I have the 49ers coming out on top, and I believe that the 49ers' defense and the Saints' defense will both perform a lot better than they did last time. It will not be a shootout like it was, in my opinion. But I have the 49ers defense keeping the Saints to under 24 points. So, and I believe that the 49ers offense will be able to power through the Saints defense for 24 plus points. So, at the end of the day, I have I have I can't agree more. It's in San Francisco, so home field advantage is huge. Um. Yeah. And yeah. the 49ers running running game 
has never not taken off in any game they've played. They've they had a fourth string out there, getting get a hundred and thirty yards, hundred twenty yards like, on mo- the. They look like most are look like a Pro Bowl. Yeah, against the Baltimore Ravens, yeah. a a team that was was arguably one of the better def- running defenses in the league at the time being when he ran for 120 yards on them. So, for the AFC side, we're going to have uh, Schwab and Evan go through their picks because they only differ on one. Which is the Bills and Texans. And mine, I differ on a few games that switches up the matchups. So, we're going to have them go through theirs and then I'll go through mine. And you guys can talk to me about when I make my picks and ask me okay. what I'm doing. Right. So, the start with Patriots. Uh, Titans Patriots. Uh, I have the Titans coming out on top here. Um, I think that with the way that their offense has been producing recently, uh, and I'm gonna give credit to Tannehill here. I'm gonna give credit to Derek Henry. I'm gonna give credit to AJ Brown, uh, to Corey Davis, to everybody on that offense. They've been firing on all cylinders, um, and their defense honestly hasn't looked too bad. Recently, nope. with Kevin Byard, Jimmy Butler, yeah. Jimmy Butler, God. Malcolm Jimmy Butler. Butler. I, I'm I'm in NBA mindset now. All right, God, yeah, I'm sorry. football season's almost over. Um, but they, all around, their team has been firing on all cylinders. They have the offense because we've seen the Patriots. The Patriots' pass defense is what makes them the number one rank, number one, number two ranked defense in the NFL. It's their pass defense. We've seen them struggle to stop the run before. They they struggled to stop it against Baltimore. That was when everybody kind of started to realize this is how you beat New and England. The Patriots defense. Every team has had a problem with stopping Baltimore's run game. Every well, team. That's yeah. why that's why well, we yeah. are the number one ev- team ever in rushing yards. Yeah. Um right. Yeah. That's why John Harbaugh deserves Their second their secondary their secondary is a lot more loaded than their I, I don't think their D line. I don't think their D line with Van Noy, and then their linebacker with Von, Dante Hightower, who has been nothing but a stud for them at his whole career there. So I don't think their run game is a, is a schmuck either. They're they're not a schmuck, but they. I think it. I think this vulnerable. game personally, I have the Titans winning as well. Just to clarify. Oh. I have this game coming out on top with the Titans, but I don't. Yeah, that's why I'm not going with you guys. Oh. <laughs> I don't have the Patriots. I don't have the Titans coming out on top because of their offense. I have the t- Titans coming out on top because of the Patriots' offense. Yeah, I was gonna. That was gonna. That get to team that. has struggled to get their feet off the ground every single game they have played. Um, it's not all Tom Brady's fault, but, but he has he has regressed heavily since last yeah. season, and their running game has done nothing. So, when it comes down to it, the explosiveness of the Titans' offense. And especially if the Patriots defense just doesn't add up in any way. And Titans have a visible edge there, so I have to go with the Titans. Yeah. And now on to the Bills and Texans. This is the game that we disagree on. I have the Bills winning this because I feel like the Bills are a better all-around team. Josh Allen, he's he's in, he's. I'm sorry, he is not accurate at times, but he has the arm and he has... The IQ and he does not make that many mistakes other than with his accuracy, like he doesn't turn the ball over often. Yeah. Um, he's very physical and wants to win, so I think that'll be a huge part of it. And the Bills' defense for me is a stud. They they might not have the most explosive players on there. I think Trayvon White Trayvon White is 
fantastic. But it's all about fundamentals for them, and I love defenses that are like that. It's not about making this big, flashy play. It's about bending, not breaking. And they do that to a textbook term. And the Texans, for me, they either play really well or they stay in Houston. Like, Houston. Houston. They stay in Houston. Like, for me, there's no in-between for them. So, they either keep it really close to the Bills or get blown out. But I feel like the Bills are a better all-around team. Um, the only edge that the Texans have over the Bills, in my opinion, is with their quarterback, Deshaun Watson, who is fantastic, and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. But I can't even name you one cornerback on the Texans team right now. Does Jonathan Joseph And I feel play? like Cole, yeah, Be- Cole, Cole Beasley, yeah. John Brown, and Knox, their tight end Knox, will run this game and will be the reason why this game comes out on top. The Bills come out on top. Um... Well, don't okay. Don't get me wrong. I like the Bills as a team, and I like Josh Allen. I I like what he's done this year. Uh, he's done a fantastic job. He's improved significantly since last year. But the Houston Texans are uh, are gonna come out on top. They're the, they're the home team. They're playing in Houston. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna milk that. Oh yeah, you can um, milk it all you want. <laughs> um. And I think that for as good as the Bills' defense has been, I think that the duo of DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, who at at one point in this year was having an MVP-like year. year. I think think even for Tredavious White, who I like and who has had a fantastic year. Do you think he won't stand a chance to DeAndre Hopkins? Is that what you're trying to say? I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to win the matchup. He's going to um, put up a fight. I th- I think, just like the Bills, like I said about the Bills, I think he will bend. I think DeAndre Hopkins will get open a few times, but he will not let up a huge play. But how, f- I mean, define bend, because you can bend far enough to the point where I think, you do lose, like, even just by three points. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I just think that he will maintain him. To I, I assume that DeAndre Hopkins will get around 10 receptions. Yeah. I feel like he will get around 50 to 70 yards right. and maybe a touchdown in the red zone while they were already in the red zone, the 20-yard line. Yeah. I do not think he would let up a 20-plus-yard play on DeAndre Hopkins. I because would think that he gets a 20-plus-yard play. Really? Yeah. yeah. I have two different makers I pers- in this I personally would disagree because I think they'll have a safety help on it just in case. But I think they'll have Trey W. White just play off man, not like stick him, but play like two yards off just to make sure that he does not burn him down the field. I, the only I, reason I have to go with with that. I'm the only reason I'm saying DeAndre Hopkins is coming into this year. I had him as my number one wide receiver. I'm, Michael Thomas has always been in my top three. It was yeah. is the, it, I mean, it was Hopkins, Michael Thomas, and Julio. And, and no, for me it was AJ Green. AJ Green. Yeah. And, and I mean, what? Julio. But um, it's Julio. Don't worry. Those are my three favorite. And I think DeAndre Hopkins in the playoffs in this big game um, needs to get a 20 plus yard. Yeah. Uh, I have and three. I I have three difference makers in this game. Uh, one is Deshaun Watson, uh, yes, who uh, who has playoff experience, uh, even if it's not good playoff experience. But I mean, you um, can say that about a lot of people. Yeah, it's better than no yeah, it's better than none. I understand um, The second thing is the receiving core. I mean, we we keep on talking about DeAndre Hopkins. We do forget that Will Fuller is no scrub either. He's Will not, Fuller is no scrub. 
Um, but he's yeah, yeah. he's an active. It's a seventy-five yeah. percent chance he's a top player. And yeah. you could you could talk on their tight end fells. Yeah, you could talk on their tight end fells. He was a red zone beast. Yeah. But when it comes down to getting down to the red zone, I think they will struggle. Yeah. Once they're in the red zone, the Texans have shown that they have no problems. They scoring. need to be creative. Well, yeah. It's just the Bills team, like I said, it's all about fundamentals for them. Little, little mistakes. We'll punt the ball if we need to. We're not going to go for the four oh, and fourth also down. Also, Sean McDermott's in the play, coach of the year. Yeah, oh. and the third the third difference. Well, yeah, they do have that going for them. But the third difference maker for me is, well, home field advantage. I think that, I think that just – Playing in Houston gives them a little bit of an edge. I think playing in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I think playing in Houston is a big difference. Yeah. But I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's going to give them the edge. Again, this is one of those games where, for me, it's kind of like it, it literally is the bootleg. It's the dollar store version of the Niners Saints game. It's this one is, of those. This it, was... It's one of those games where it's like it comes down to a gut choice for me. This was the hardest pick with my AFC NFC yeah. championship. Yes, and I this agree. Game. Yeah, this game was gonna be this. This yeah, game this, will be a good. This, this game, game is hard game. to tell because of the Bills. Why should be an absolute The Bills have. <laughs> this will be the good game. The I, Bills' I offense as a yeah. whole hasn't shown nothing. Hasn't shown anything else. special. <laughs> yeah. But the Bills have been able to product produce and get around fourteen to twenty-one points a game, and their defense has held teams very well. So I think this will be another one of their close games, but it'll the Bills will come out on top. Yeah, I have Houston by a field goal. Not them. <laughs> All right, next round. All right, so uh, next up, Titans versus Ravens. Titans versus Ravens. Uh, Titans firing on all cylinders. They're going to continue that against the Patriots, but it's not going to matter against the Ravens. Uh, the fourteen and two, future MVP. Number one offense, number three defense, absolutely blows the Titans out on every single stat line, uh, except for rushing. Yeah, except with the running back. Yeah, with a running back. With a running back. Well, well, the Ravens have like five running backs. Well, we're the best rushing team in history, Evan. I'm just saying, in general, running back wise, I yeah. feel like this game going into it, the only two teams that the Ravens should be even remotely scared of in this in the AFC uh, Chiefs. is Chiefs and Titans. Yeah, because the t- Ravens are a high-scoring team. They proved the that Titans they can take the down the, the two Texans. teams. They haven't played the Titans, and they haven't beaten Chiefs. Yeah. And just for me, the Titans are a- one of those teams that are so explosive. If you let Derrick Henry separate himself by oh, even a yard, yeah. he's gone. He, yeah, no, and you're not taking that If man you down. let A.G. Brown burn you by even a step, he's gone. If you let Ryan Tannehill break out of the pocket, he's no Lamar running, but yeah, no, he-, he can handle himself. And he's shown that he will fight for that extra yard or the fight for that yeah. touchdown as he got stood up and then continued to fall forward yeah. for a touchdown to win the game. Uh, I do still think, no, no matter what, it's going to be closer than people think. It's going to be closer than people think, but the Ravens are still going to come out by... At, I, I can see them coming out by anywhere between 5 to 15 points. I personally have the Ravens winning by a touchdown because... Yeah. I'm I'm giving them like a little it, bit of like a closeness. When it comes down to it, the Ravens' defense is remarkably better than the Titans' defense. They'll be able to hold the Titans for less points than the Titans will be able to hold the Ravens, who have been the most explosive team in the league right now, yeah. and are like even in Colin Cowherd's like top ten. When he has to talk about them, 
He's like, I don't know what to say. Weeks, he hasn't even talked about He's like, I, I, there's nothing to say. They're the best team right now. The thing, the yeah. thing with the Titans is they're, there is no their biggest piece because as good as Tannehill and AJ Brown have been, you're not going to be passing on Baltimore secondary. You can't. Marlon Humphreys, Marcus Peters, are all time. Thomas, you, can, Carr, you can't. Smith. You can't pass on that defense. On that secondary, I believe you can pass on it. You have just, to. You have to establish. You have to at least establish the run game first, and then open it up. But I mean, the Titans have done they that. Can do that. Yeah. yeah, they they can do that, and that's what they have to do. That that has to be their game plan going into this. If they can't establish the run game, it's it's over. And with the culture change that the Titans had in the fifth week, week five, I believe they are going to put a hundred and ten percent into this game. That's why I am scared of them because every single play, Derrick Henry is running up the gut. And he's willing to put his career on the line for that for that play. Yeah. Every single time he does, it's with his body. Yeah. He's playing grown man football. Yeah. In lack of better words. Yeah. DJ <laughs> Brown will jump or put himself in any he position to go and catch that ball. Line. If he has to run in front of the linebacker and dive or do, turn his back on the on the linebacker and knows the linebacker's coming at him, he will go for that ball. So that's going to be a big part of it. It's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be closer than people think. But... I feel like the Ravens are just too explosive, too strong, and they are they're the best team. They have the, the most momentum in the league right now. I don't see them. They're s- on a twelve game winning streak. And also, it comes down to coaching. John Harbaugh. <laughs> arguably the coach of the year right now. Yeah. Um he's mm. a Super Bowl vet- Super Bowl winner. Yeah. Um he's great with coaching defenses. Yeah. And uh, I we weren't able to see it till now, but he is Great at build. He he has shown that he is he can build an offense. He he did that he this the year. Most dynamic and offense in the NFL. He saw something in Mark Mark Ingram that I did not personally. So I personally I want to teach Yeldon, but he's we want Mark Ingram. I saw him, and now he's a pro bowler and he is I a stud. So I'm gonna give all the power I to the Ravens. Him. Ravens come up on this game by a touchdown. I saw Mark Mark. Um, Ravens shoes. All right, so uh, we have different outcomes here, but well, we have different matchups here. Uh, you have the Bills and Chiefs. I have the Chiefs and you mean Texans. I have the Ravens and Chiefs coming. Well, yeah, no, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But but no matter what, it doesn't matter because all three of us have the AFC Championship game as the Ravens versus Chiefs, and all three of us uh, have I'm the Ravens. About, I'm gonna still talk about mine. Yeah, all all three of us have the Ravens coming out on top. Actually, can I talk about mine now until we get to that point? Yeah, yeah go for it. I'll, I'll just do a little. Oh, do you want to talk about the Bills Texans or the our Bills Chiefs or uh, Texans uh, Chiefs? It, it was like me two seconds for oh. Bills and Chiefs. So with the Bills and the Chiefs, um, I feel like this will be a defining moment for the Bills. They will show that they are a fundamental team that will be dominant for years to come because they are a very young team with a great coach. Uh, they will not overcome the Chiefs ultimate just Mahomes machine. Mm-hmm, nobody can. But uh I feel like they'll keep it close and show that they are no team that'll be laughed at anymore and they will have a they I I hope they will become a dynasty, but they have a lot of improving to do. Oh, I think it's about Texans, it's about the Bills. Schwab, do you have anything to talk about the Watson and Mahomes matchup? Uh Again, this comes down to you have two teams. Uh, well, the Chiefs all around are a better team, uh, but their defense, at times they can be good, but at other times they're nothing really to look at. So it it quite honestly comes down to who has the, mo- the more high-powered offense and who has the better coach. Well, I mean, it's kind of an easy choice there. You have... 
Patrick Mahomes versus Deshaun Watson, I'd take Patrick Mahomes nine out of ten times, and you have Andy Reid versus Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, and no, <laughs> just no. Is there really even a competition? Andy Reid's one of the best coaches to never win a Super Bowl. Yep. So that's because he is a great offensive player, offensive coach. Andy Reid is an offensive player. Yes, that is, is the fattest. He is the fridge. Okay. He he no. is Don Terry Poe. <laughs> but he is a great offensive coach, but he has shown time and time again that he cannot coach a defense well. Yeah. In the playoffs. Yep. That is. All right, Ethan, you go. So, um, where I differ from both of them is the Pats Titans game, which messes up the Ravens matchup. Um, for what she everything they said, the for what everything they said about the Titans. I couldn't agree more that they're rolling and Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Well, Ryan Tannehill sparked the offense and Tan- and Derrick Henry ran away with it. And AJ Brown and Corey Davis have just been so so. They've in the end of the season they played so well, but they're going to New England. It's hard to win New England. Yes, the Patriots are only three and three on the wild card, but. Even though I have been extremely critical and extremely down on the Patriots and that their offense cannot score, I'm not going to take the Patriots on a first-round uh, exit. I just don't see it happening. Aren't they 14-2 and two in first rounds? Um, well, they've, lo- or, no, they've is, lost is his wild card 3-3. Three and three. And Something like Maybe. I don't know. He has, a, he has an amazing record. And even if this is like, Tom Brady's... Um, uh, contract is is up. Even if this is, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen next year for him. Uh, this is his last season in New England. I can't see them losing at home to the Titans. I just can't see it. So that's I have just on pure that Belichick and Brady are seen as the best, one of the best coaches, and if not the best quarterback of all time. I don't see them losing this game, and then. For the Bills and the Texans, uh, like I noted earlier, um, this was one game I've gone back and forth, and it comes down to this. With the Bills, I know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get a great defensive performance, a strong run game, and a slightly inaccurate quarterback, but they keep they keep to a low turnover rate. With the Texans, I honestly don't know what I'm going to get. Um, sometimes, like like we've said multiple times before, Sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't get off the bus. Uh, last time we saw Deshaun Watson was week 16, and he was limping around and holding the back of his Achilles heel against Tampa Bay. That's the last thing I want to see before my quarterback goes to the playoffs. Yes, he did have the last week off, so he's had two weeks to get ready. But if Watson's not 100%, I don't think they have any shot to win this game. Um, the defense could play like I know how they can play, or they could play like they played against the Ravens and just get absolutely shut out. The game's over before halftime. Uh, J.J. Watt is coming back, but I don't really know how well we can expect him to play because it seems like every every single year he's dealing with some kind of major injury and you don't know how he's going to do when he comes back. And uh, I already noticed this once, but Will Fuller is looking at a 20 to 20%, 25 to 20% chance of to play on Saturday, and that's just another weapon down for the... Um, Houston Texans. Now, I do think home field advantage, like Schwab hinted that earlier, earlier is a big advantage because you do have um, Josh Allen making his first rookie start, and Devin Singletary, who, who also with Frank Gore is a big part of the run game, are in their first playoff games ever at a very young age. So that could help the Texans. But overall, 
Evan said it many times. I think Buffalo, coaching-wise, team-wise, even though I'm not the hugest Josh Allen fan, I'm actually a huge Deshaun Watson fan, but I don't think he's 100%, um, which has been my main concern all year long about the the O-line and how I said they need to guard this man. They need to protect him. Uh, That's why I'm going to go with the Bills here, which means that I have a Chiefs-Patriots matchup and I have a Ravens-Bills matchup, which I think both will be good games. Um, The Chiefs-Patriots, though, um, this time the Patriots go to the um, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and I think Mahomes just puts on a show. I think that would be the the Patriots. This terrible season that they've had, and they have a twelve and four record, but the terrible offensive showing they've had would be put on full display, and the Chiefs would just light them up. They would not be able to. The, even though the Chief, uh, the Patriots defense is so good, the there's no way that the Patriots offense can compete with them, and Mahomes would take it right to them. And so I have the Chiefs going to my AFC Championship game. And then I have the Ravens and the Bills, which I think will be a great game. The regular season matchup was a great game. Do you have something to say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. I have the, I would have the Chiefs. I don't have that matchup, yeah. but I have the, I would have the Chiefs coming out on top. I have a question. Since we've seen them play early, early, two times early in the season or once? Um, once. Once. They saw they played we last s- year twice yeah. and then this year once. So the record with is arguably, one With arguably the Patriots getting robbed of the game mm-hmm. but with the Nikhil Harry touchdown getting called back. Yep. Uh, we've seen them play. We've seen how they play against each other. Do you, So you think it'll be a blowout from what it was last time? Yeah, no. So I thought the Chiefs um, played terrible last time when they played the Patriots. I thought, I thought it was one of their... When not kind of the games where they're playing Mahomes injured and he was limping around in the pocket, um, that game I thought they had numerous opportunities to blow them out. And the Patriots, even when they got a block punt and a, and a trick play, which they get every one once a week, they still lost that game. Now, in the kill Harry, the call touchdown would have been a different story, but sometimes the refs, like we've seen every single year, mess up a call. Uh, I thought the Chiefs got lucky with that game, and I don't think they'll make that same mistake twice. Um, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, but to an extent, that was the Patriots' defense and work. Yeah. And their special teams that have been great yeah. this season. Special teams has probably been one of the most yeah. impactful things I've ever seen. I've never seen a special teams um play so well yeah. before. The, they had a block punt. Yeah, that's the reason why they beat the Bills earlier in the year, which helped them win their division. So, I definitely see where you're coming from. I just feel like it would be a lot closer with the defense holding them, uh, just because we we saw we already saw early in the season how the two teams play against each other. I do think the Chiefs will play a little bit a lot better with Damian Williams, because mm-hmm. then they will have a better run game. But I still feel like it would be a lot closer. I don't think it would be a blowout. I think um, Andy Reid, being like the guru he is, and he's had a look at this this historic team, is going to come up with some kind of scheme for Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Hardman. Sammy Watkins, I I just think this game will be almost like the passing of the torch, and Mahomes will just it will be a game that he'll stamp on his resume, and I think he'll make it a statement game. I I, I think if this game happens, I think it will be one of the best games to remember. Alright, I have one more thing. Um, with what we've seen so far between the two games, two teams with the matchups, so far, um, we've seen how Andy Reid plays. His offense and everything. Uh, do you think it will? And we saw how they played last season. Last season, in the playoffs, the championship round. Yeah, when Tom Brady got the ball in every time. And yeah, the Chiefs but, I did. mean, yeah. with Mahomes not being able to punch back. Yeah, <laughs> but um, 
a big part of that was with the Patriots offense, which is yes, has struggled. But the Chiefs defense has also struggled. And last season, obviously two different teams now after last season, but I do have to keep that into mind that like with the last season, that was a historic year for Mahomes. That was his I am he MVP. I am God. He was the MVP. Like I don't, and he hasn't had that season this year. Uh, do you think with him having a like a less of a like less of a great season? It's still a great season so far. With that, with the less of a great season, do you feel like that the game would? I thought it, I think it would be closer with him not having all the momentum that he had last season. Um, for the answer, the like the main question was like momentum and why I'm picking it with the defense of the Chiefs. Um, I think the defense, the defense of the Chiefs has only gotten better through the through the, the way that these years gone, um, and the reason why is Tyron Matthew has been the spark plug the last month. He is the AFC Defensive Player of the Month with twenty four tackles, one sack, uh, five passes deflected, and one interception. And he's dropped like three interceptions, but he's, he's the honey badger. yeah he he. This is the first time this last month we've seen the honey badger since, since he was Arizona. the honey yeah since Arizona, not Houston. Tyron Matthew, he's regained a little flame. They brought in Terrell Suggs off the waiver wire, which even though Terrell Suggs only plays about ten, like this is no, I'm not even trying to disrespect he him. He plays like ten plays a game, but the energy he brings, especially on that third down, and all he needs to do is get through one time in this playoff run. And he has one of the best strip sacks in history. And he can lock down, hit that quarterback's arm. I'm not going to say it's, it's going to happen against Tom Brady, but you hit his arm and the ball pops out, and that's just a game changer. No, they just get the tuck rule again. And that's why, that's why I have this defense, and that's why I have the team overall going through. It's Tyron Matthews is, plug, is spark plugged in the last month. I can't agree more with you. I, I, I forgot about Terrell Suggs, so that was a great point. I like I how you brought up the leadership. Um... When we're talking about safety, Tom Brady is known to play around safeties on enemy teams. With the Ed Reed thing, he said, look for 20. I think he will look for he, – he won't have it written, but in the back of his mind, he'll be look for Tyron Matthew. Oh, definitely. Look for the honey badger and oh, see he where he is. is. He's their best player. And the I defense. think they will game plan around him. So I think he won't have as big as an impact as he's had over this last month. I do, I do like the point. Uh, I feel like Tom Brady, being the seasoned veteran that he is, a five, six-time Super Bowl winner – Five time or six time? Six. Six, six time Super Bowl winner. Four time MVP. Six for nine. Four time MVP. Or he is <laughs> proven to be one of the best QBs ever in the in the play in the playoffs postseason. Um, I feel like he won't make the mistakes that Tyron Matthews been feasting off of, and I think this game will be one in five and ten yard gains for the Patriots. They will have long drives, and I I hope the Patriots finally realize. To just throw a five-yard slant or a five-yard curl or something like shorter, or have Nikhil Harry try and go on a one-on-one. I think they need to utilize Nikhil Harry more. But if they do, I feel like the game would be a lot closer. And Julian Edelman obviously will be a huge impact. And depending on how healthy he is, because he's been battered this whole oh, season. He's been banged up. Yeah. Depending on how healthy he is, if he plays 100% and they give Nikhil Harry the ball, I think this game's a lot closer than a blowout. Nikhil Harry has not gotten the respect he has um, from New England fans and New England, and just like people in the NFL as a whole. Uh, Edelman has been, like you said, banged up, and um, Sanu has not been what they wanted it to be. 
I think if they get, they need to get Nick Carey involved. He's only, really, in my opinion, their only real saving grace to, because his offense, even if, even with Tom Brady and all this greatness, you guys had him losing first round against the Titans, and, um, and even with all this greatness this season, he just hasn't played well. Um, obviously they get their stuff together in the in the postseason, and that's why I give him one win. I just think, uh, Mahomes, in my opinion, he, I would take him over any other quarterback in the in the playoffs right now if you could plug him into any team. I would take him. I think. He's just prime time. He can make the throws. He can make the plays. And that's why I just think he'll have a big game here. And he'll put his statement on this playoff run. So, for me, I, I'm gonna, we'll move on in a second. Um, when it comes out to the Titans and Chiefs, I see a lot of the same team. Mm-hmm. I see the Titans team right now of how they're playing. I see the Chiefs last year when they, before Kareem Hunt, got the suspended. Mm. And the whole thing with Kareem Hunt happened. I see a lot of that because they have the power back running back that will make the play that you need. He's not as good as a receiving back that Kareem Hunt is. Yeah. But he can get you the yards. He can get you that play. And then they have A.J. Brown and Curry, Corey Davis, who are like the Sammy Watkins and Tyree Kill. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not comparing Tannehill to Mahomes here. Yeah, no, that. But that would be the big difference, yeah. Tannehill makes the plays. And he's he's been accurate. I Tannehill's play so, has been the most puzzling thing of the season for me. I don't know where it came from because we never saw it in Miami. Yeah. And that's why as a if the Ravens if they do play the Ravens, I that would be one of the teams I'm only afraid of the Chiefs and the Titans because I I don't know why or how Tannehill's playing that way. And that getting back to the question I was about to ask, um if you see the Chiefs blowing them out because of their offensive dominance, mm-hmm. why why don't you have the Titans beating the Patriots earlier? I just think that the Patriots can get it together one one game this playoff and just just say that we're not going to lose like this. Okay, so you think that they'll go out that go out strong on the first week yeah. and then when they go into the second week well, they'll, 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 they'll regress. Again. I just don't think they can stop another. I mean, the offense and the Titans in their own way have put it all put together a nice little offensive juggernaut is what's carrying them through cuz like you said their defensive play is nothing compared to the Patriots. No. I and I just the Patriots this season have played bad football in in a, in a number of ways and I just so for like special I, teams. As I said, if you line them up against the Titans, the Titans had the advantage. It's just that it's the Titans versus the Patriots for me, and I just I didn't. So, so you're taking it as like a franchise. Like, I'm taking thought. it as the Patriots are a, a dominant, yeah, and they have. I just don't see them going one and done this year. I can see that. I was just saying because like I feel like yeah, it's no, we're, I, it's comparing apples to apples. I, when I you agree 100 with you and Schwab's picks. Like I there's. Just, I'm going it's off, a gut feeling. It's a gut thing, which Bob said. It's that's I just can't pick them to go out first round. No, I understand. I was just trying to clarify that. And then um, my other to get to AFC Championship would be the Bills and the Ravens. Uh, I think it'll be a lot similar to the first time they play. The Bills and the Ravens Chiefs to get Ravens. no, no, no. The Bills and the Ravens to oh, for the Ravens to get there. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what? No, <laughs> it's not even possible. Yeah. No, the, um. What's it called? Yeah, so the Bills and the Ravens, I think it'll be a lot like the uh, regular season game where both defenses play a big role and the inaccuracy of um, Josh Allen shows. And I think the Ravens just overall can contain the Bills offense where even though the Bills have a great defense, will struggle to contain the dominant Ravens offense and therefore I think the Ravens will beat the Bills. And then we all have the AFC Championship as the Ravens and the Chiefs. And I think I'll let you guys talk first because I've been talking for a good amount of time right now. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I, I'm gonna talk on the Bills we're and the Ravens two-hour thing. Mark. Huh? Oh, this is a different. This is a different episode. Yeah, I, I can't agree more with you when it comes down to with what you said about the Bills and Ravens. It's gonna be a, a, the regular season. 
Um, I do feel like the Bills defense will leave it all on the field. If they, if what, if they make it past the um, if not, not if they make it past because different bracket. Sorry. Yeah. If they, if they do make it to the Ravens, mm. if they beat the Texans, which I have them, um, I feel like they it'll be hundred and ten percent. And they'll do the same thing with the Chiefs. Honestly, I, I feel like it's gonna be a close game. I have the Ravens coming out on top, yeah. obviously, but I feel like it's the Bills want to win, and it's been sh- it's on display. They might not have the most talented team, but they want to win. If you look at um, and honestly, like you're saying, it could be. I can see this one being a close game too, because it was close last time. It was one of the closer games. It was a 17-24 game. I think it was yeah, yep. a seven point game, and it honestly come down to kickers, and you have Justin, Justin Tucker. Tucker, and you have Steven Hushka, who has been completely inconsistent yeah. his whole career and especially this year I've seen this man miss extra points this year yeah. big field goals the Ravens X factor on top of Justin all their Tucker, great offense all their, reasons, all their great defense very large if you trust have, if you have to pick a kicker to make woo, woo. a playoff kick there's it's no other kicker almost in history other than Adam Terry you want to take this kick yep. and in this game it could come down to that it's going to be cold he, in Baltimore it's going to be a night game Honestly, you, you just want him to tuck the game away. <laughs> Very large trust. But so yeah, now we have the are we going for the Asian championship game? We got Chiefs, Ravens. Chiefs, Ravens. Uh, we, who, this is a have? this is a have? contender for uh game of the year. Yeah, this is NFC championship, AFC championship, and then the Bills, Texans were the hardest ones for me. Yeah. Um, Ravens. I I have the Ravens here. It was close for me. They're more balanced. The Chiefs have a great offense, but the Ravens have a great offense too. They're the most balanced. The Chiefs team. have a give or take good defense. It's fifty. But the Ravens have an elite defense. Yep. Yeah. And the Ravens have Coach of the Year. MVP. Chiefs have a veteran coach that has shown time and time again that he is not that good in the playoffs. So he overthinks himself. He, like yes. he over he outplays himself. Yeah. Yeah. His brain is too big. It's kinda like Sean McVay versus Bill Belichick <laughs> in the Super Bowl. I have the Ravens coming out on top for that sole reason. I think coaching and defense will be the X factors. I the defenses are just way too. Si- I mean, offenses are way too similar for me to compare, like not to compare, but to try and extrude from each other. I think the I think the difference makers both coaching and the fact that there it's no surprise that the Ravens offense is gonna just simply overpower the Chiefs defense, yeah, e- even if the Chiefs defense plays that's what i was saying you, you know defenses. you know even if they play their heart out i don't think there's a single defense in the nfl that's that can go toe-to-toe with the ravens nine out of ten days so this pick for me was i would say probably the straight up hardest one um i went back and forth i changed my pick several times in the course of today before we made this video and what came down to me was just kind of looking at the history of these two matchups with these two teams uh, these two teams have played twice before, once last year, uh, both in Kansas City. Um, both games came down to the wire the first time. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, took it to overtime, and we lost, and the the Ravens lost to the Chiefs. And then this earlier this season, it was a touch, I think a six point game, seven point game, and yep. it's and the both they both were in Kansas City. This game would be in Baltimore, and it's tough to beat a great team once. It's, tough to it's beat even them harder to beat them twice. And, and I'm going to say it's going to be nearly impossible to beat a, two teams this great. It's going to be almost impossible to beat them three times in a matter of two years. And you give Baltimore home field advantage. And, and that was the final factor to, that gave it to, to me. Build on to you with the Ravens, they will know they're not. They're going to branch out. The thing with the Ravens, for me, why this pick is close, 
is because they're going to have to go out of their comfort zone. They love playing man. They love having faith in their cornerbacks. I feel like I feel like they will play zone. They will. In this, and that will throw off the whole game plan. Thomas is going to have to play the deepest safeties put all year. But zone is where Marcus Peters shines. We did like week three. But yeah, now we have Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters zone is his zone is his bread and butter. No, I I agree with that. But we haven't ran zone, or at least we haven't like had to strategically run zone. This yeah. whole season, yeah, and now we will have to run nothing but it because with Hardman, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, two of Travis the Kelsey fastest people. Yeah. I, I'm just going about like vertical yeah. threats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you play man on them, I nobody's nobody's keeping up with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He's called the cheetah for a reason. Yeah. So the fact that we're going out of our comfort zone will be a little bit of the reason why I have the Chiefs keeping it close to the Ravens, but I still have the Ravens coming out on top. I think. The biggest thing looking into this game is the Chiefs played the Ravens in week three. Uh, that was the last time that they saw them. Since then, the Ravens are 12-1. and one. They're a different team. Um, they signed Marcus Peters. They are one of the healthiest teams in the entire NFL, um, if not the healthiest team. They are the healthiest. Um, Despite Mark Ingram. Yeah. As, with, as long as they're scary. Uh, you look at their – well – you look at the team as a whole, 12 players selected to the Pro Bowl. That's the most that's the most tied initial roster. Yeah, tied for the most in NFL history for a single tied team. Tied with the undefeated Dolphins. Team. Yeah, tied with the undefeated 1972 Miami Dolphins team. I agree with you, but to an extent, do you think that they're that if we aren't the number 1 team in the league arguably by most of the people that watch the NFL and keep up with it? Do you believe like is the reason that we have 12 Pro Bowlers because we're that oh, it's high? All about hype. Yeah, it's all about hype. Yeah, I mean, some exactly. of it's about hype. But it's because we went on But 12, a lot of it. But a lot of it. A lot of those players do deserve it. No, and I, I can't agree with you more on that. I'm just saying. Yeah. To an extent. One of them is a long snapper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. And I mean, and I mean, and even the players on a, t- even the players on the team that didn't make the Pro Bowl. Even even those guys still play their absolute hearts out, and they still stud up. I mean, if Mar- if Mark Ingram isn't working, Gus, Ed- Gus Edwards may work. Uh, what what's his name? Justice Sill may work. Um, if Mark Andrews isn't working, Marquise Brown may work. Willie Sneed may work. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst may work. Uh, Seth Roberts might. Says for 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 all we know, Seth Roberts might work. I mean, for some reason, he made a he fantastic catch. Le- last time. Yeah, 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 no, he he pulled off a Houdini last time against the Chiefs, and I and you look at the defense; they have the pieces to stop that high-powered Chiefs offense. I I feel like part of the reason why they went out and got Marcus Peters and were so like eager to do it was because they knew that this matchup was going to come and they knew that without Marcus Peters they would be leaving either McCall Hardman or Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey open and they needed that extra piece I personally I can agree with an extent I don't think they got him because this you know you know you know you're not I think think they got him because they got him for a steal yeah they did Kenny Young (laughs) and a third rounder or something yeah uh, so that's a steal. But also and, partially. Um, I think it was also John Harbaugh realizing that his offense is aggressive. They want to go on four and on fourth downs. And when you have a defense with Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, 
Brandon Carr, Jimmy Smith. I, I, I'm not going to name every single player on the Ravens' defense, but when you have all those players, you you can go for a fourth down. Any, yeah. Like anywhere, and you past, can anywhere around the 50-yard line or past it. And your defense would almost encourage it. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's all about the faith on both sides of the field. Um, I don't believe that they got him for the matchup. I believe that he will be a big factor in it, but I don't think it was because of the matchup. I don't think it was solely for this matchup, but I do think that knowing that you're going to have to play the Chiefs for years to come, for years to come, and you're going to have to play the magician that is Patrick Mahomes uh, and the absolute speedsters that Hill and Hardman are um, and how just dynamic that receiving core is, that offense as a whole, actually. I feel like in the back of his head, there was something that Harbaugh was thinking about. Uh, I don't know. I don't like to go out on limbs like that. But yeah. um, for me, the biggest deciding factor when it comes to defense, offensive, defensive on the Baltimore Ravens, and offensive on the Chiefs, the run game. Yep. I don't think the Chiefs will have a run game in this game. Judon's and that will make it to where playing the coverage, will we don't have to crowd the box, period. Michael Pierce, Brandon Williams, Michael Judon. Pierce, Judon. And then our, it's not, and our linebackers are great Wazoo at reading. They're yeah. great at reading runs. So one source Rex. I personally believe that with no run game, we will be able to play a heavy coverage, and we won't have to worry about getting beat down the middle. Yeah. So. And you're gonna turn the Chiefs into a one-dimensional team, and even at that, they still have a shot because yeah. they have Patrick Mahomes in that dynamic offense. So then. That brings us to the Super Bowl, where we have me and Evan have the 49ers and the Ravens, which is a rematch of the earlier matchup that we had in the earlier in the year. Round and, two, fight! And twelve has the Saints and, and the Ravens. Ravens. So we actually all have the, the Ravens same outcome. Winning the Super Bowl It's just they put up a dynamic season, and there's no with two weeks of rest going into the playoffs. There's no indication that that will stop the home field advantage the whole way. Um, then we get to go back to Miami, where we lit it up. Um, I think, Schwab, do you want to take the first uh, stance of your team in the Saints? Um, even though I even though I have the Saints making the Super Bowl, I don't have them as a viable threat. I don't have them as a threat to what the Ravens have done this year. Um, the, the amount of things that needs to go right for not just if it's the Saints or if it's the Niners or if it's the Seahawks, hell, even the Packers, any of those teams. The amount of things that need to go right for them to beat Baltimore in the Super Bowl, it's it's almost impossible. Your defense, the team that best stands a chance is the Niners. The team that I think will make it to the Super Bowl is the Saints, though. Uh, uh, that's, that's just one of those gut feelings, but... I know that the Niners would have the best chance against the Ravens because we've seen them go toe-to-toe with them. Um, But whatever defense it is, they need to have not just a perfect game. They need to to play at 1,010%. Not 110%, not 200, not 300, 1,010%. They need to fire on all cylinders. Everything needs to go right. They need to pressure. They need to contain. They need to lurk. They need to set a QB spy. Everything needs to be perfect in order to stop Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. And not and on top of that, 
your offense has to be perfect. I mean, we're not talking about a team that has we're not talking about the 20 what 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 was it? 2013 Denver Broncos that had the number 1 ranked offense but like the number 12 ranked defense. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the number 1 ranked offense by a country mile and the number 3 ranked defense when two historic defenses. Yeah, when if you look at those top three defenses, two of those are historic defenses, and Baltimore still isn't too far behind from them. I mean, those three defenses, the Bills, Patriots, and Ravens, are in an elite class of their own. So, you have a team that broke records on offense. You have a team that's competing with historic defenses. There isn't a single team in the NFL that can go toe-to-toe with them and come out on top. Baltimore needs to have the worst day of their life. Lamar Jackson needs to get hurt. Mark Ingram needs to get hurt. Mark Andrews needs to get hurt. One of the corners needs to get hurt. The way Something they, has to go wrong. The way they would win if, if a team shakes Lamar, and this year he's been unshakable. It's, it, it, it's impossible. It's impossible. Next year, it's going to be different. There's going to be a playbook on Lamar Jackson and things are going to be different. It's going to be harder for the Ravens, but for right now, right now there's not a single team that can stop them. Um I think if there's any team that's going to beat the Ravens, it's, it's the, the 49ers. 49ers. I, that's what I, yeah. No, I'm not trying yeah. to take that away yeah, from yeah. you. Um for me right now, I think that Teams already have the uh, the already have a playbook on Lamar. It's no longer about if they can uh, keep him under wraps because they already know how they already know how to do it. It's all about execution. Yeah, it's not about. I think it will come down. Well, even when you game plan for it, he still gets around. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's it's about execution. You can look at the Patriots game when we played the Patriots. Not when we play. When the Baltimore Ravens play the Patriots, Van Noy caught to the outside to keep him in the pocket, and he went through Got a hole. That, he went through a hole that was like a millimeter wide between two people, yep. and just showed that you can't game plan for him. It's not a matter of having a playbook or not. Um, but I'm scared. I have the I have the Ravens coming up, and I think it'll be the closest game. The Ravens will play. I think it will come down to three points, cause I have I have faith in the 49ers' defense and their offense to keep it close. Defense will keep them will contain, not in any way stop the Ravens' offense. No, you can't. But if I have the 49ers' offense getting through the Ravens' defense, especially in the run game, which they showed with Mostert getting 120 yards of yeah. fourth string. And by that, by the Super Bowl, they will have Tevin Coleman back, hopefully at 100, percent and they have Breda. So it's three running backs that have shown that they can get 100 yard games on any team. So I think this game will be a lot closer than a lot of people think. Uh, if the Ravens make it to the Super Bowl, only team that can stop them is the Niners. It's the Niners, and I feel like the Niners have the potential too. I don't think they will, but I think they are the they have the potential to stop them. They're the last hope. Um, when it comes down to the Ravens 49ers in the Super Bowl, I would say that the 49ers have 
an advantage because they got to play the Ravens um, fairly recently. Uh, wasn't like the Chiefs way early in the year. It was a good game. It was a rainy game. It was a brutal game. It came down to a field goal by Tucker with zero seconds left, and he hit it. Um, I could see the Super Bowl coming down to the same events with Robbie Gold and Tucker being both great kickers. Um, but if I have to, have to pick a team, I'm going to pick the Ravens. Uh, they like like Schwab said, their defense and their offense. You're not you're, you're you're facing the best of the best on both sides, which means that you're expected to play the best of the best on both sides of your of your games. And we've already seen the 49ers. We've seen them be a juggernaut and the number one seed, but we've already seen them twice now play down to a team where we don't think they should be, like the um, Seahawks. Yeah. And we already and and they lost to home against the Falcons, which it was it, that's a random game to bring up. But the Ravens really didn't have that since we've turned on the switch of Marcus Peters. We got beat by the Browns early at home, and then since then, no team has really been close. It's, we've Lamar has been sat down the fourth quarter of four games against Texans, the home. Um, a playoff team. They didn't have to play Week 17 against the Pittsburgh Steelers' arrival, and our backups still beat them. Like this team is so deep, and you're gonna ask Jimmy Garoppolo to come up big in a huge game. I I love Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a great quarterback, but it's gonna ask a lot of him in this offense, where we're gonna game plan around Kittle. And yes, Sanders is great, but can Sanders single-handedly carry an offense if if Kittle is the main focus of? Humphrey and a safety the whole entire game because Humphrey's a little bit bigger than Peters. I would think that they would assign Humphrey to him, maybe Jimmy Smith, and helped by another bulky, bulky safety. I just think it would be a, a lot to ask from this this uh, 49ers team, and that's why I'm going to go with the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Any other final thoughts on the um, playoffs or anything? Nope. When it comes down to the Super Bowl, if the 49ers and the Ravens do match up, it'll be a rematch. It would be a rematch. Bring back um, Jim. I feel like their defensive line will have a bigger impact on the game than they did. I feel like Nick Boza. We have a great O line. We have what two Pro Bowlers on our O line. And Orlando Brown Jr. is no schmuck. Nope. But I think it'll come down to Nick Boza. If he's able to get into the backfield and force Lamar on the run, which obviously Lamar excels at, but if he is able to force that I feel like the game I have the Ravens winning but I feel like the game could sway either way um Lamar in this year has made very few mistakes um and he's been a great and he's been a great leader and yeah what Schwab just said he only lost one fumble and that was against the 49ers where he was running had open field he could have cut it outside at the 20 yard line and probably score a touchdown but instead he tried to slip past the corner that was being blocked and he got the ball taken right from him and Lamar like totally like on the sideline was like locked into the game was like pounding on his chest was like that's my bad and all the Ravens Ingram and all of them are trying to tell him like dude you're fine like we'll be good and Lamar Jackson's attitude, just like his shirt and everything, like work harder, like no he's one cares. A, he's a fighter. He is he is locked on he's to come blown. through with the promise when they drafted him. He said, "You can get Super Bowls out of me, like you can count on that." And he's just he's cold blooded. He's a man on a mission, and he has this that mama mentality. if this is the if this like the Ravens as an organization as a team have never had a better shot of winning the Super Bowl, and you really can't expect them to have. This is good of a team again. They're, they're, they're it's a historic yeah, team. I mean, if you look this is the, the year if they're gonna do it. I mean, if you look at the Ravens last 
if you look at the Ravens last two times, they They're went to the Super team. Bowl and won the and won the Super Bowl. Twenty twelve wild card team. Uh, I mean, it. I mean, it was a it was a it was a story. It was yep. a it was a fairy tale story. But then you look at two thousand when they won for the first time. There was a seven week span in which their offense didn't even score a touchdown. Yep, it was a wild card and, team. And too. they and they still won the Super Bowl. This is the best Baltimore Ravens team ever. Ever. And it's not even close. Um, it, it's the first time they've ever had an MVP caliber it's the first person ever. It's, it's this, I, I've hinted at this before, but if they win the Super Bowl, and even if they don't, even if they just make it to the Super Bowl, they are... This single season is one of the best single season teams I have ever seen in my life. Uh, it, just the things that they're doing, what they're able to do, the coaching, the offense, the defense. The special teams. Yeah, even the special teams. Everything has been perfection. I mean, yeah, they they have their bad days. They had two. That, and, then, is, and, then exact- they, and then they had... 12 straight wins. That's exactly why um, John Harbaugh is my pick for Coach of the Year. Yeah. And, I mean, one of those games wasn't even a bad game. They could have – the Ravens could easily be 15-1. and one. That Chiefs game – Came down to a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is one of the best teams I've ever watched. And, I and I mean, we're, we're talking about the 15-1 and one Panthers, you know – Going back and watching the sixteen and zero Patriots, uh, the what thirteen and three Broncos of twenty thirteen, the Chiefs of last year, um, the there are a lot of good teams that you know stack up. Going back and watching the seventy two Dolphins, eighty five Bears, and the Ravens, the Ravens hold their own, and nobody's really been talking about that. They've been talking more about Lamar. But the team as a whole is most likely going to go down as one of the more historic teams ever. It's been a great thing to watch. It's been a great year of football. I yeah. can't wait for the playoffs. Best. I mean, it's it's the one hundred year. They had to they had to show up. 